Yes, yes, what's going on ladies and gentlemen? Greetings to all you wonderful earthlings and aliens out there. This is your boy Amir, aka The Magic Man, and you are listening to Paperbacks and Soundtracks. This is episode number 14. Yeah, you ain't stopping this train, man. It's just gonna keep on trucking, especially with all the support and love that you guys have been giving me. So thank you so much for tuning in to another episode where I'm gonna be talking about some comics, talking about some music, all that good stuff. And if you wanna continue the conversation, you definitely can hit me up on paperbacks and soundtracks. And that's at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that. You know what I'm saying? So hit me up, Paperbacks and Soundtracks on all the social media outlets. So with all that out the way, <laughs> I got some pretty cool news for you guys as far as the music world goes. Um, the Roots Picnic is coming back. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be at the Man Center at Fairmount Park in Philly. Uh, June 1st is the date, so put it in your calendar. Tickets go on sale March 15, and I plan on being there, man. So, because the, the, the entertainment that they're gonna have, like the list of people that I saw, you know, on the flyer, I mean, come on, you got the roots, obviously, you got her, you got 21 Savage. Raphael Sadiq, yo, like, where the hell has he been? Like, he put out an album a while back, and I think I'm actually gonna talk about that album next week now that I think about it. But he put out an album way back that was really, really dope. Um, Queen Naja, Little Baby, and much more, man. So come out there and party with your boy. We're gonna have a good time, man. You'll, you won't miss me. I'm gonna probably be the only big dude in a black t shirt with a superhero on the front that says paperbacks and soundtracks. You know, and I'm probably going to hand you a flyer, you know, to make sure y'all tune in every week and listen to me talk crazy on this microphone. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much, that was like the dopest thing that I saw as far as music goes. So yeah, the Roots Picnic, June 1st, tickets going to sale March 15th. Um, with that said, let's jump into some of the comics and stuff like that. Um, this week, I'm going to do the episode a little bit different. I'm going to have a review for you guys for Captain Marvel a little later in the episode. But before we get to all that, you know, it's 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 Women's Appreciation Month or Women's History Month. Sorry. And I feel like maybe I haven't been paying attention enough to the wonderful women that are in comics and even in the music world. You know, I feel like I haven't been paying enough attention to you beautiful women. So what we're going to do today, we're going to focus on the women of the comic book world and of the music world all right so with that said some of the characters that i have enjoyed reading and then the ones i'm looking forward to reading you know i got some dope ones for you man so um one the two of them that i've talked about before we got naomi who is coming out of dc comics of course the wonder comics imprint uh written by brian michael bendis and David F. Walker. The art is by Jamal Campbell. Dope story, man. If you like the the mysteries and you know someone trying to figure out who they are and what their path is all about, this is definitely a story for you. I am loving this story. It's a very cool story. It's actually really special because we don't even know what she's going to be yet. 
You know what I'm saying? We don't know what Naomi, if she has powers, if she doesn't have powers, but we just know so far that this story is dope. That's it. And um, definitely check that out. The next story that it's been kind of rocky for me, but I'm definitely going to check it out this week. Um, Shuri. It's coming out this week. I believe it's like issue eight or nine or something like that. Don't quote me on that. But it's a new writer for this new story arc. And her name is Vita Ayala. I have read her Livewire story, the first three issues, and it's dope. I like her writing. And Livewire is another great uh, female character in the comic books um, out of Valiant Comics. But Vita Ayala has been doing a great job writing comics and i'm really interested on how she where she's going to take this shuri story i'm not sure how long she's going to be on it but i'm definitely going to read this issue and see what she does with it so definitely check out shuri it came out yesterday so you know go to the comic book stores pick that up uh little bird out of image comics i'm going to completely mess up this lady's name who's writing this story and i apologize but her name is Darcy Van Polegeest, possibly. But she's writing a story called Little Bird. It just came out yesterday, and it's following a young uh, Renaissance fighter who whose battles against the oppressive American Empire and searches for her own identity in a world on fire. So I wasn't going to pick this story up. I'm gonna be honest with you, but. My, one of my comic book store owners convinced me. I read the solicitation, which I just read to you, and I'm interested. And that's that. So I, I'm really interested in checking that out. I love independent comics, and this is definitely going to be one that I will be reviewing next week for sure. Um, the next story that came out yesterday is uh, Miss Marvel, the magnificent Miss Marvel out of Marvel Comics. She's back with her new solo series and is written by Saladin Ahmed. So this is the guy that's brought back Miles Morales and he's been killing it with that story. So I expect no less for the uh, Miss Marvel story. Like if you don't know Miss Marvel, take some time out to go research her. But I'll give you this little bit. She is a Jersey girl. All right. Her story is based in Jersey City. And you know I got to support her. I, I've definitely seen her in a bunch of books that I've read. Uh, I never really picked up her her solo story before, but I've heard great things about it. I was kind of late to the party on that one, but I'm definitely going to not miss out on this one. And the solicitation basically says, fan favorite is coming back. And it's not business as usual in Jersey City. Aliens are wreaking havoc in Kamala's corner of the world. And they seem weirdly interested in Miss Marvel. So, Aliens, Miss Marvel, Saladin Ahmed. I'm pretty sure this is going to be a dope story. And I'm looking forward to it. Uh, another dope story. This is not, you know, with the ladies. So, I apologize. But... Just so you guys know, Batman vs. Ninja Turtles movie, the animated movie, is coming to Blu-ray uh, DVD very soon. It looks really dope. Shredder is in Gotham City teaming up with Ra's al Ghul. And of course, Batman and the Turtles, they're going to have to team up to beat these dudes and find out what's going on and why they came together. So yeah, you know, it's a lot of dope stuff 
coming out that you guys should uh, definitely go check out. So now that we got the uh, the comic book news out of the way, you know, I mentioned some books that you guys can go check out for yourself. Um, you know, remember, I told you this wasn't going to be a normal podcast where I'm, you know, going over books and stuff like that. But uh, I'm going to do it a little different now. I'm going to jump into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, Captain Marvel came out this, you know, this past weekend. You know, it's been out for about a week now at this point. And, you know, I could have easily put out my my review of the movie a lot earlier uh, than I had, you know, than now. But I wanted to wait till the dust settled. Everybody got to see it at least twice. You know, I definitely went and seen it twice. Um, I just wanted everybody to pretty much, you know, just kind of relax on the hype. And let's actually think about if this movie was really good or really bad or somewhere in between. Uh, for me, like I said, I've seen it twice, all right? And it was okay. It was it was okay. It wasn't the best, you know, Marvel movie that I've seen, and it wasn't the worst Marvel movie that I've seen. It was just okay. And to me, that's kind of a big deal that it was just okay because bringing Captain Marvel aka carol danvers into this universe to me is a big deal she is a super super powerful uh character from the marvel you know universe man like and you know brie larson honestly she played it she played the part very well uh i was a little nervous because she's like you know kind of small so i was like dang is she gonna really be um you know superhero like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i was a little nervous about that but she played the part very well i definitely believed that she was captain marvel okay and like i've told you guys before like i'm not a big captain marvel reader you know what i'm saying like i've never actually owned an issue of captain marvel but she's been in a lot of stories that i've read and she's an absolute beast joe like her powers are really really amazing she's very strong but with that being said, um, there's some good things and there's some bad things that I can take from this movie. And I'm going to jump into it. So here's my review of Captain Marvel right here, man. It's, I'm going to try not to give you too many spoilers uh, for the people that haven't seen it yet. But, you know, here we go. So basically with this story, it is just a, a really good uh, origin story. Okay, like we get to know who who Captain Marvel is as a character, you know what I'm saying? We find out um, how she became this amazing hero, you know what I'm saying? We find out how she got her powers and everything like that. And, you know, we actually, in the story, like, we get to take this journey with Captain Marvel as she learns who she is, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to spoil too much of that journey because to me that was the best part of the movie like her finding herself and and gaining control of her powers you know it was like a it's like a dope like transition story like all superheroes have to go through something in order to get to them being this incredible hero you know what i'm saying like and, and sometimes they start off as just like a normal human being that you know wants to do 
good you know just flat out do good or do something amazing or you know stuff like that and you definitely see that in this origin story um you know she's she's in, she's a she's a uh, air force pilot all right uh, carol danvers and you know there's an accident in the movie and that's how she becomes essentially captain marvel that's how she gets her powers and I just, I just love taking that journey with her in the story, just seeing how she develops as this character that's going to be, you know, a beast in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, okay? Um, something else that I really enjoyed in the story or in the movie um, was seeing a young Nick Fury, man. Like, that was so dope to me. It was. Like, seeing Samuel L. Jackson and, and Brie Larson just really... Um, just uh have great dialogue with each other and just you know bounce off each other as far as like their little their little shots that they were taking at each other and just seeing nick fury actually be lighthearted was a different take on on nick fury i like you know i've never really read his story either but it's been a lot of crossover stories that i've read with nick fury in it and he's always been and even from the movies you know like i was a, a movie watcher as far as like marvel goes like i watched all their movies before i was reading the stories so i know a lot of the characters from the movie first so seeing him as this like you know this strict by the book you know always like a stern face like always about business nick fury to see him as this light-hearted telling jokes you know doing like coochie coochie coo to like cats and stuff like that was that was actually hilarious yo like he definitely it was cool it was really cool to see nick fury uh play the uh, you know played in this way you know what i'm saying it was dope um we also see a a young uh uh agent clausen or colson i'm sorry agent colson and that was cool because you actually get to see how Nick Fury and Agent Coulson's relationship uh, grows, you know what I'm saying? Like how it, how it began and why they're so like, you know, close, why they're so, you know, they got each other's back, hands down, you know, they're always gonna be loyal to each other first, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to this whole heroes and villains thing, you know what I'm saying? They definitely got each other's back. And you can, you, you see that, you know, a little bit of that in the movie, which was really dope. Uh, oh yeah, by the way, on on Nick Fury, you actually see Nick Fury with two eyes. You know what I'm saying? That was one of the major sellers to me because I wanted to find out how he, you know, how he got this patch over his eye, like why he's unable to to use this eye that he, you know, what's going on with it. So yeah, you, you see that stuff and uh, that was really cool. You know what I'm saying? Like those, I really enjoyed seeing those characters definitely enjoyed uh goose the cat you know when you see the movie or if you've seen the movie you know the cat was pretty hilarious and uh, a little freaky you know in, in a scary way uh, but yeah it was that was cool um and it was definitely i don't know if anybody else picked up on this but uh i definitely noticed that there was like these little nods to black panther i don't know if it was just me could have been just me but there was this part where uh, I don't know if you guys remember when in Black Panther, when they first got back to Wakanda, you don't see it. Like you just see, it just looks like fields, you know, a field of grass and the airplane 
you know, goes through this force field that is um, like basically hiding Wakanda in, in plain sight, essentially. So you go you go through this force field and then boom, you're in Wakanda. Like, you know, nobody's ever seen it because it's being hidden. There was this part in uh, Captain Marvel where the planet Hala is being hidden by this force field and you know when the ships are leaving you see them go through this force field and it just looks like a galaxy like you don't even see the planet at all so I, to me i was like okay you know they definitely got that from black panther but that was dope like yeah we know black panther was dope we're going to kind of use a few of the things that they that they used in the um in, in the story like they, you know they paid homage to it i thought that that was really cool um and they even like kind of did use like the almost similar to the communication devices that they used in black panther with the beads like when when people would pop up in the hand you could see them and you could like talk to them face to face uh in captain marvel the kree um they used like these communication devices that were similar like on the wrist but they would like pop up on the hand and you would see like a hologram of the person that you're talking to so i was like all right cool nice hats off to to black panther you know you guys are recognizing that that was a great movie and that's pretty much you know there was there was some action in the movie you know when they did have it it was cool you know seeing captain marvel flying around and just using her powers and just being a, a just a beast you know what i'm saying like just flat out strong great warrior type you know woman man it was dope to see that on film that was awesome but the things that I did not like, and this is kind of what made me, you know, feel like the movie was, you know, okay. Um, the scrolls. All right. So this is kind of like spoiler territory. You know, I'm sorry, but there's really no other way to talk about this. Um, the scrolls are, to me, what I've heard throughout my time collecting comic books and everything like that. The scrolls are supposed to be bad guys. Always. And for some reason, in Captain Marvel, they decided to flip the scrolls and essentially make them the good guys or the ones that are, you know, being protected. And I did not understand that at all, because to me, like the scrolls are the ultimate bad guys, yo. Like they're shapeshifters. So they can essentially come in onto this planet, you know, and look at, uh, let's say, uh, Iron Man, Tony Starks, or any one of the Avengers and look exactly like them. All right. And it's like they can, they can even like capture the same exact DNA. So there's no way possible that you could know that that is a scroll. You know what I'm saying? That you're standing next to. The only way you would know that if that that was a scroll is if you said something to that person, like Tony Stark or something, that only he and you know you would know. And yeah, they completely just they showed those things, but then when they decided to make them into good guys, I was kind of like, huh? Like why? Why? What are we doing? What are we doing here? Because there was rumors, you know that from uh infinity war that um uh 
uh, Black Widow that she could possibly be a scroll. And I'm like, oh my God, that would be so dope because that would lead into um, like a secret invasion storyline that, you know, it was this huge crossover, like the ones I was telling you guys about in the last episode where, you know, there's a main line, a main comic book line, which would be the secret invasion story. But then there was, there's uh, tie-ins that go along with it. And this was apparently like a, this huge thing. And, you know, these scrolls were pretending to be other characters like major characters in the books like they they captured some of the avengers or some of the major characters from the stories and they they like uh you know got all their thoughts and memories and stuff like that and got all the intel that they needed so that they can plan this huge invasion of earth to take it over and by by them turning the scroll into to good guys in this story it kind of just like ruined that whole thing like you you, you messing kind of messing with you know a, a cool storyline you know what i'm saying that that we could be watching in the next couple like couple of years you know so i'm not really sure where they're trying to go with the scrolls now kind of threw me off i was looking forward to seeing them further down the line we probably still will but they might be on the good side so that's that was weird to me um the other thing that I didn't really like was like the whole character development. Like other than you know, and I know it was her movie, but other than uh, Carol Danvers or, or uh, Captain Marvel, however you want to call her, um, other than it just like being her story and us and like knowing, have, you know, having to learn who she was, everybody else really wasn't. Um, they kind of didn't take their time with the other characters and it, it kind of ticked me off because like all right so for example jude law i know him but i don't even know the character that he played in the story and i watched it twice you know what i'm saying like i don't even know really the purpose for him like i know he was supposed to keep uh carol danvers or, or captain marvel under control but i don't understand why he was the one that was picked i don't know if his character's ever like i don't even understand the point of his character and it kind of ticked me off the, the whole time that he was showing up i'm like what is the importance of this guy other than the fact that he's trying to keep her under control there was no reason for him to be in the story so you know stuff like that kind of ticked me off and then uh i mean i sound so angry right now like i'm not angry about the movie like it was a decent movie and i like the captain marvel story but i also felt like um they didn't do a lot of people justice you know what i'm saying like i know that they're rushing to get captain marvel into avengers endgame like she's supposed to be you know this big help in in the story and that's cool but you know they could have went about it better and I'll, and I'll touch on that after this um there was another character in the story her name is uh monica rambo right she was the little girl she was Marie, Marie, uh, or Maria Rambo's daughter. The little girl, her name, uh, her real name is Akira Akbar or, or something like that. Great job. She's a great little actress. She did an awesome job. But um, I was doing some research on, on that character. And yo, <laughs> believe it or not, um, her character has a very uh strong history in marvel comics like since like 1982 and i'm not going to jump into it because this is not what this review is about but i will say i don't really like 
how Marvel treated that character that's been around, you know, longer than Carol Danvers. Let's just say that. So if you get a chance, just look up uh, Monica Rambo. Then uh, her last name is spelled R A M B E A U. Google that and just do a little research on that character because I was um, I was a little bit shocked when I found out what I found out about that character. Um, but uh, going forward, though, the, the last thing that really just confused the mess out of me, man, really just confused me was the whole Captain Marvel being the idea that that was sparked or the idea that sparked um, Nick Fury's idea to do the Avengers initiative, like to go out and recruit all these different heroes. Uh, he looked at a picture and you know this is another spoiler so i apologize but he looked at a picture and it uh carol danvers was getting onto one of you know the jet to go fly you know as an air force person and uh and <laughs> it said carol quotations and, and in quotations it said avenger and then danvers and when he seen this he was just like hmm i'm gonna change this whole superhero recruiting thing to the avengers initiative in honor of carol danvers and to me it made it seem like she is like the first avenger ever and it did it just was like another moment where i was just like what like no i'm sorry you know i'm not trying to be rude or anything to to captain marvel but captain america is the first avenger you know what i'm saying like according to the the movies you know what i'm saying like the first movie that he was in was Captain Marvel, the first Avenger. So I don't understand how they could change the whole like continuity of what they have created over the past 10, 11 years with this Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's not that I'm, I'm not really mad about it, but it just doesn't work with the timeline. Like, come on you know he's the first avenger right but this movie captain marvel like she goes you know when she lands on earth you see like blockbuster and and radio shack and they're listening to you hear salt and pepper what a man in the background like they're in the 90s when this movie that's when it's taking places in the 90s uh captain america was the first like one of the first superhuman fighters and it was just happening during like world war ii according to their movies so yeah he was kind of like the first superhero and there's really no way that she could be the original avenger you know what I'm saying when captain marvel was avenging before she was even thought of so i didn't really um I didn't really I didn't really like that. I felt like it was kind of like a slap in the face to to all the heroes that have been established throughout the time like you know uh Tony Stark, you know, uh Captain Marvel, uh, uh Captain America, Thor. Like I feel like they kind of just rushed this so much that they wanted to get Captain Marvel into the universe, which is cool with me, but I didn't think that they treated her very well because she kind of like kind of like kind of stepped on the toes of the other other movies and i didn't really like that part um to me the best idea to bring her into the universe would have been to have her in 
Avengers Infinity War, similar to how Black Panther was introduced in Captain America's uh, Civil War. When everybody saw him come on the screen, it was like, oh snap, Like we got a new hero, it's Black Panther, this is dope. You know, you get a little bit of his origin story and then you take it from there. You know, you give him his own movie and then you bring him into the team movie once again. I felt like if they would have went with that way by bringing her into the Infinity War and then giving her her own movie so we can learn more about her and get more um, acquainted with her character. You know, like these characters, when I've been watching these movies for 10 years, so it's like, okay these characters now are part of a part of me like they're part of my family now like you don't just bring a guest to dinner you know what i'm saying not telling your family you're coming you know what i'm saying like you got to warm them up to it right so why not put her in infinity war let her come there beat up on some people real quick like nick fury you have this two-way pager that she gave you at the end of the movie sorry another spoiler but <laughs> you have this two-way pager right you didn't you didn't think to call her in Avengers the first movie when Loki came there to steal the Tesseract? Like, come on, you saw the movie. If you saw the movie, you know what I'm talking about as far as this Tesseract goes. You know what I'm saying? You didn't call her. There was aliens all over the place. Why didn't you call Captain Marvel to come help your Avengers? She sparked the idea, according to Captain Marvel, she should have came in help with the with the avengers team in avengers uh number one then you go to avengers 2 when you got ultron running around going wild on everybody like hawkamania you know what i'm saying beating up everybody doing all kinds of craziness you had the communicator then you know according to captain marvel she gave this to you in the 90s before you went and recruited everybody why didn't they call her then so it was just it's just really weird how this movie came uh full circle and you know how they're saying that she attaches to the rest of the marvel cinematic universe like it's not a shot at captain marvel her part of the story was done very well and all the other stuff was like nah i ain't buying this one right now but you know that's not that's not my problem because i'm going to go see you know avengers uh endgame because i want to see how she fights with the rest of the team like i think that's going to be so dope to see her fighting side by side with the original avengers the one that she was uh, you know according to this movie the one that she this was pretty much her you know what i'm saying this was her you know doing because nick fury got the inspiration from her so to see her with the original avengers fighting next to cap uh black widow iron man thor you know what i'm saying hulk you know just seeing her next to those heroes is going to be dope to see you know and seeing them save the day but i feel like they could have did it a lot better but you know it is what it is i enjoyed some of the movie and some of the movie i didn't enjoy and you know yeah, it, it, it happens. It happens in movies, you know. But uh, yeah, that's 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 my little rant about Captain Marvel. You know, I I, I know I got a little excited. It, it was a good movie. Go check it out. Like seriously, go check it out for yourself. Don't take my word on it because there's a lot of reviews out there. A lot of people were doing reviews the day after it came out, that night that it came out, 
and some people were excited about it and they loved it and some people hated it i'm in between like i said i'm in between but go check it out for yourself don't take my word for it this is just me giving my opinion you know what i'm saying and you know see if you like it. and if you if you disagree with me hit me up on uh the social media all the, all the social media outlets yeah paperbacks and soundtracks on facebook instagram and twitter man i would definitely love to have a wonderful debate with anybody about the movie you know what i'm saying but with that said we are going to just jump into the to the um to the music that i was listening to really quick um it was really only one album that i was kind of like vibing out to and that was um kehlani's new album it's called while we wait uh it's a really nice album yo like it's definitely it's a real nice vibe you know what i'm saying and it's got like it's basically like her story of how she's growing as a woman you know what i'm saying and and you know moving on from her past with dealing with love um heartbreak and just like i said just growing as a young woman in this you know this crazy world where relationships aren't really as strong as it used to be you know back in the day with you know with our parents and grandparents and stuff like that it's a hard world to operate in and she definitely has some really nice songs on this album um the opening track is called footsteps and you know it, it sets it off in just a nice right way but it's kind of like a heartbreaking love song but it's just so smooth yo i really really like her voice like i'm not gonna lie Kalani just has like this really nice soft smooth voice yo and it's really dope she can kind of do a lot of different things with her voice and on this song um she has music soul child which i haven't heard much from him in a while but you know he's been here and there but they really just you know they really killed this song it's just real soulful and just real you know what i'm saying like that real feeling like you know exactly what they're talking about when they're singing this like it hits anybody that's ever been in love and who's ever like dealt with heartbreak like this is that song you know what i'm saying and then you have a song called um morning glory which is real dope like it has um like that real hip-hop and r&b feel like where the back in the 90s when the singers they would be singing their butts off and then sometimes they would have like that little breakdown where they would do like a little their own little rap in there or whatever like she does that in the song and i really dug that a lot um another song called nights like this uh it, it was it's it's another another deep one yo um one of the lines in there that she says is on some nights like this i want to text you but what for and when i heard that i'm like damn you know like everybody has been there before you know what i'm saying like when you up late night and your mind is just running and you just pick up that phone and you just like mm, like i'm gonna i just want to text her real quick and just to see what she says you know what i'm saying but then it's just like uh maybe i don't want to open up that scab again and you know and make it another wound you know like i don't i don't think i want to do that but it's just one of those just really deep songs it, it it has one of my favorite um artists on there ty dollar sign anytime you put ty dollar sign on an album you're gonna win <laughs> like straight up you're going to win and this is this is another one of those wins right here they definitely killed that joint 
Um, and my favorite song on the album, like this is my favorite, favorite, favorite joint, is called Butterfly. And basically with this song, she is finding like a new love, you know what I'm saying? And we've all have been there when you when you're talking to somebody and you start getting those butterflies and you know they just everything that they say is just so beautiful you know what i'm saying and you guys are just vibing you know and it's just taking you away but every time they get close to you you get nervous you know and it's just like that's that's pretty much what the song is about like she's feeling this person a lot and they just give her butterflies you know what i'm saying like it reminds me uh, of that song that Michael Jackson did it was called Butterfly like it's just that dope yo a really really nice album that Kehlani put together man All right, it, check it out yo it's a vibe it's definitely a vibe yo so yeah man I'd listen to a lot of a lot of other music but this was the one that really just I connected with and vibe with it's been out for about I want to say two weeks. It came out around the same time that Two Chains, um, his album came out, Rapper Go to the League. But I was so like stuck on that joint that I didn't get a chance to really pay attention to Kehlani's album as much as I wanted to. But I definitely went in with it and I and I really liked it. So definitely check out Kehlani um, and all the books that I talked about that are you know that are cool books to check out with you know with your kids or you know if you just want to read some dope like you know female strong female characters in comics you know those are some that you might want to pick up or some characters you might want to go do some research on and of course go check out captain marvel you're definitely going to find some pieces that fit into the marvel cinematic puzzle that you you know you're going to need to see in game uh, make sure you stay till after the credits of course there are two you know post credit scenes um yeah and they they were cool like uh, i'm not gonna get back into it i'm not gonna get back into it. i'm gonna let you guys go enjoy your day and yeah man this is this is paperbacks and soundtracks you know what i'm saying so make sure you guys check out my sponsors once again if you're looking for some dope jewelry you know of all good things she's making some amazing bracelets and just really dope pieces to go with your everyday wear you know what i'm saying i wear mine every day when i go to work they're very sturdy good stuff to go uh go out and get so that's of all good things and once again if you're trying to get that workout on man and you're in the south jersey area hit up my boy wayne over at house of pain 856 trust me if you want to get a good workout he's going to put you through the ringer but you will definitely come out living your best life so you know go check out my sponsors and just remember to hit me up on social media at paperbacks and soundtracks uh on facebook twitter instagram all that good stuff man hit me up we can talk about the comics and the music and that's it man i'm your boy amir aka the magic man and thank you for listening to paperbacks and soundtracks and remember you don't need to have superpowers to be a superhero